Welcome to the Sober Bliss Podcast, bringing you hints, tips, advice and inspiration as you walk your path to living a rich and full alcohol-free life. Discover why sobriety is the most loving gift of self-care and self-love and how you can feel empowered and joyous with your choice to live the abundant life of alcohol freedom that you deserve. I'm Gail MacDonald, coach, teacher, mum and tea drinker, living a life of alcohol freedom and I'm here to help you to transform your relationship with alcohol in a way that feels good so you can live the life you deserve without alcohol holding you back. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's podcast with me Gail from Sober Bliss. I think it's been a couple of weeks since I last recorded a podcast but I have been keeping in touch with you via email and also I don't know if you've noticed but on a Friday I do a quick little YouTube video based on kind of what's been happening with me during the week, any conversations that I might have had with people or anything that's cropped up in the coaching or just in my own life. So if you haven't seen those, go and check them out. They're on YouTube and I upload one every Friday. And this week's podcast is actually an extension of the last video that I did on Friday which was based on a conversation that I had with one of my friends. So this week I am going to be talking about FAB, which is nothing to do with Thunderbirds at all. It stands for Fading Effect Bias. Now, if you're wondering what on earth are you talking about, Gail, I've never heard of that before. I first discovered it in William Porter's book, Alcohol Explained. So if you've read the book, then you probably know what I'm going to talk about today. If you haven't, then it's such a good informative book, so go and check that out. And today I'm going to be covering a little bit about what he says with regard to the FAB, or the fading effect bias. And basically what it means is you kind of forget just how bad your drinking was, just how bad it made you feel. And you might start to glamorize alcohol again. You might start to think, well, maybe it wasn't that bad. And I want to tell you a little bit more about why that happens and what we can do to go through it, you know, to get through it, to help us come out the other side. Because it is a thing you will experience it um, and it might be really challenging depending on the situation that you're in when you experience this, these thoughts, I suppose, um, the idea perhaps that maybe um, things weren't quite as bad as they were. So, but just before we go on with that, <clears throat> It is perfectly normal to experience this because our brain does protect us in that way. You know, we can't go around remembering 
and feeling all of the bad things that happened to us or that we did or we felt or experienced to the same extent as when they actually happened because otherwise, you know, we'd probably fall apart. However, it is important that we don't completely forget where we were before we started this journey because I think it's important to hold on to a little bit of that um, because it helps to keep us motivated, it helps to keep us inspired and I'm not saying we have to dwell on it because we absolutely don't, I don't, but there are certain things of my past drinking, you know, behaviours, feelings, emotions that I will remember, always remember and they do help to remind me why I am not drinking anymore, why I don't want to drink, why I will never go back to drinking. So I don't think we should forget about what's gone before. However, I don't want you to dwell on it. But do think for a moment, before you started this journey, um, you know, doesn't matter how far along you are, or even if you're just thinking about it, you know, I want to stop drinking. Why do you want to stop drinking? How is your drinking making you feel? And the feelings and thoughts that might come up when you think about that might not be very nice. Um, they might be emotional, painful. There could be some shame and guilt there. And if you are a little bit further on in your journey now and you are feeling quite content and secure in your sobriety, shall we say, happy at where you are and how far you've come, then yes, the feelings you felt before you stopped drinking or in the early days, you know, the first couple of weeks, they might not be as extreme now as what they were then the feelings of shame might not be as intense and uh, hangovers for example you might remember that you had a really bad hangover but you can't quite recall the intensity of the headache or just how awful you felt things now are not as bad as they were then and while focusing on the pain and the shame and the hangovers are really useful in the beginning because obviously I said that it is a big motivation, a big inspiration to move forward, to never go back to that place, to stop drinking, to not put yourselves in the position that you put yourself in Um while these feelings and thoughts are painful and difficult, they are good in the early days in a weird way. They give us strength, they give us focus and the motivation to really move on, to stop drinking because we don't want to go back there. Now, however, you probably don't feel quite as bad as you did then. Um, you might be more focused on how good you're feeling now that you're not drinking the benefits and rewards that you are experiencing right now 
And this is really common. And obviously it's good because we don't want to be focusing and reliving all of the pain and the trauma and the stress over and over. We do want to move forward. We do want to focus on the benefits and look to the future. And while those events, the distress, the trauma of the drinking days are still in our minds, they are not as intense, as I said, um, as when they happened. We don't remember them quite as vividly, perhaps, as when they were happening. You know, we haven't forgotten them, but our memories of them are not as clear as they were. The feelings, the emotions, the experiences are not the same now as they were then. And that is, I suppose, what is the fading effect bias is. As we move further away from the pain that we experienced, in this case, you know, the hangovers, the drunken behavior, the shame, the guilt, all of that, then we don't remember them as strongly as when they were happening, which is normal. It's sensible, obviously, because our brains don't want us to be stuck reliving that trauma again and again. And our minds, they do focus on the positive side of things. So we do remember less about the negative experiences of any situation. And our brain does that to protect us um, from trauma. Our brain is actually wired to seek pleasure in things and it doesn't want to keep reminding you how bad things might have been. And you probably know this yourself if you've had any kind of traumatic experience whether that be involving drinking or not you know if you've broken a bone um or if like me you've had a baby or two and then you remember how difficult it was how painful but now looking back you think mm, actually was it really that bad your brain kind of blocks out a lot of the the trauma and the distress which, as I said, is a really good thing because we don't want to be carrying that around with us all of the time. However, in terms of our drinking, it means that we can actually forget just how bad things might have been and just how bad that the drinking made you feel. And that is the important thing that I just keep, you know, I want to stress again and again. It doesn't matter how much you drink or anything like that. It's about how your drinking makes you feel. And if it makes you feel bad enough to want to change, then that is really what matters. So you might be at the point now when, yes, your drinking made you unhappy, miserable, but perhaps you can't quite remember how bad it really was. And it's round about this time, and it can happen any time really in terms of, you know, months or weeks or years or whatever but you might experience it as a thought of well maybe it wasn't that bad maybe I could just moderate um, or maybe you start to 
maybe glamorize or romanticize or get a bit nostalgic or even miss the drinking days in some way. We might remember more the fun that we had when we were drinking and the pain of the hangover or the shame or the guilt or the regret might not be as strong in your mind as the thoughts or feelings that you're having perhaps about the fun or um, just how much alcohol seemed to make that particular party or holiday or event better in your mind. And this can be a really tricky place to be because we do feel like we're being pulled in two different directions on the one hand obviously we are so grateful and happy to be where we are right now whether that is two weeks in a month six months a year whatever because we do feel really good now that we're not drinking the rewards and the benefits of living alcohol free they are as you know you know so good that we really don't want to go back to where we were we want to keep going we really really do However, on the other hand, we might get the thoughts, the feelings, we might start to, you know, get the notion that actually maybe it wasn't that bad. Maybe I've made it all up. Maybe I'm being a bit dramatic um, about the whole thing. Or we begin to perhaps worry that life won't be the same again. Maybe you might think, gosh, I've made a mistake. Maybe I can moderate because I surely I can't be as happy or social or as relaxed now without a drink ever again and it's at this point that the wine which suddenly pops back into your head and starts whispering those thoughts and you might hear the words the thoughts the experience the feelings that maybe just maybe one won't hurt or maybe I can moderate maybe I wasn't that bad maybe yeah I did make a big deal out of it when actually it wasn't because all my friends you know they drink the same as I did so I can't have been that bad and this is the point where you have to be really aware now I don't want you to feel scared or panicky or worried if this happens because I think it happens to everybody and it is a normal part of the process um, and remember that you know just because we don't remember to the full extent the horrible consequences perhaps of our drinking maybe these things are not fresh in our minds anymore and we can't feel obviously the f physical pain that we once did uh, they don't have the same impact as they did on day one, for example. It doesn't mean that they didn't happen. And it doesn't mean that you can dismiss them as not being important. Because they were obviously important enough for you to want to stop drinking. That's why when... Whenever anybody starts to work with me, we go through some really deep journaling exercises in the beginning and we focus a lot on why 
you want to stop drinking and the exercise of finding your why figuring out your why is probably the most important thing that you can do because that will always be with you when the pain and the shame and the guilt of hangovers and past drinking experiences has lessened because it will it has to so how do we kind of get past this tricky situation the first thing is remember your why always go back to why you are here why you are doing this in the first place and the second thing is is to try and see alcohol for what it really is so try not to romanticize the drink try not to give alcohol any credit for any situation that you were ever in where you felt good, were relaxed, were happy, had fun. Because it's never just the alcohol that makes any situation good or bad. In fact, you know, alcohol can't really make anything better at all. We just think it does because that's what we've always done in the past. So really it's important to remember that you are in full control. Alcohol doesn't really have any power unless you give it the power and you can only do that by attaching certain thoughts and ideas and notions to the alcohol um maybe the good times you had when you were drinking your brain will always focus on the good things as opposed to the bad things that doesn't mean that the bad things didn't happen just means that we're further away from them so they don't seem as bad that's basically what's happening with the whole fab fading effect bias we forget how bad things were because we're not living through them at the moment and we have to move away from them but that doesn't mean they didn't happen so always remember that and always look forward to where you want to go, to how you want to feel. I say this all the time. It's never really about how much you're drinking. It's about how you want to feel. If the alcohol is making you feel bad, then surely some time away from it would be a good thing. And the more time you have away from it, then the better you feel. And to go a little bit deeper with that, if things do get tricky in terms of the thoughts are coming, maybe um, you're having trouble actually not romanticizing the first drink. Maybe you're having trouble with the wine, which maybe the thoughts are getting too much. There are some things that you can do. And one of them is to play the movie forward. You've probably heard me say this a lot. I mentioned it in the video that I did on YouTube. When we play the movie forward, it means that we visualize, imagine, if you like, what would actually happen if we did have that drink. You know, the wine witch is there saying, go on, one, surely one won't hurt. But I want you to remember that it's never just one. It just never is. So I want you to think about that when you play the movie forward. So if you did have that one drink, then it would turn into two or ten, as you know. 
And I want you to focus on what would happen after that. So go through the whole day, the whole evening, the night, the middle of the night, you know, when you used to wake up at three o'clock in the morning, heart hammering, mind racing, feeling rubbish, that would happen again. Then you've got the hangover the next day and then the rest of the day and even the day after that. So that one thought, that one little whisper from the wine witch has a lot of consequences, you know, a day's worth, two days worth. And depending on what you do after that, you could be back to drinking. So it's important to think about in these situations what would wandering actually look like and then decide if you want that or not and probably you wouldn't and often that is enough to stop the wine witch in her tracks I suppose um, and realize that actually I don't want this and remembering why you don't want it. Another thing that you can do if you experience this fading effect bias, you experience the the thoughts, the feelings, is to maybe think of a couple of situations that you've been in, maybe while you were drinking and then you've experienced again since you've stopped drinking and look for the evidence that actually you can do these events these situations these parties whatever it might be without drinking and it's fine you can have a really good time you don't need alcohol to enjoy a meal or to have a good time at a restaurant or to have a good time with your friends it's just the thoughts the glamorizing, the, the romanticizing that makes you think perhaps it was better, but it actually, it wasn't. So remember that alcohol doesn't deserve any credit for anything. And there's a really good way that you can practice that. Uh, it is visualization. I do talk a lot about visualization, but it's helps you to really see and experience something um, where alcohol might have played a part in the past and to look at the whole situation um, for what it actually is and to really get clear on the role that alcohol um, played in that situation because remember you might experience these thoughts when you are in a situation that perhaps you haven't been in for a while, maybe you're on holiday and it happens, maybe you're at a party and it happens um, and it can throw you a little bit off guard, but I want you to remember that no situation is made better by alcohol. So the visualization will really help you to see that and you can take your time with this, choose your own scenario situation if you like but just something to think about is for example um it's summertime and you've just come back from work let's say so you get in the shower and you change into your favorite um summer loungy clothes and then go in the garden and you sit down 
and you take a big swig of an ice cold beer. That's what you used to do. And it's so easy to get lost in the idea that, you know, the only reason that you are enjoying yourself after work in the garden is because you're having a nice cold beer. And we think, gosh, it won't be the same unless I've got the beer. Um, I won't be as relaxed. I won't feel as chilled out. I won't enjoy myself um, because something will be missing. And yes, it will be missing. Um, but the moment that you are experiencing is is the moment just because it is. It's got really nothing to do with um, what you're drinking. So, for example, going back to being in the garden after work, of course, it's amazing to be uh, sat there outside when it's hot, relaxing with a nice cold beer, but really anything would do. Anything cold and refreshing would hit the spot just as well as the beer would have done. But that's the thing that we tend to focus on, that moment. However, if you play the movie forward, like I suggested, um, and I live in Spain, so I know what it's like drinking in the sun, (laughs) that one cold beer might seem like a good idea at the time, and one is probably okay, but as we know, it never is just one. So what happens after we have one? Then we have another one and another one. And there's nothing worse, absolutely nothing worse than drinking in the sun. Because when you come back in, you feel, you know, your head's that horrible fuzzy feeling. You feel all lethargic and really you can't be bothered to do anything at all. Except slump on the sofa and maybe fall asleep and have a nap. So that moment that you think might be so lovely and relaxing and amazing of sitting in the garden on a hot day having a beer will actually turn into a whole afternoon wasted on the sofa feeling crap, basically. However, if you had a really gorgeous non-alcoholic drink or even just a tall glass of ice water with lemon and mint then you're going to feel really cool, really chilled, relaxed, enjoying yourself in the sun, which is the whole point after being at work all day. You just want half an hour chilling out, relaxed. And then you don't get the horrible after effects of the alcohol. So you won't waste the rest of the evening feeling rubbish on the sofa you won't struggle to put the kids to bed you won't be grumpy and you know annoyed because you have to cook dinner after a glass of sparkling water the same way as you would after four or five beers or two or three glasses of wine and this is true to remember about every situation generally it's just the idea of that one drink that makes it seem like a good idea. It make it makes it seem that alcohol makes everything better when actually it doesn't. 
it doesn't have the power to make any moment better or happier. You do, and the people you spend it with do. And the fact that the sun is shining or you're in the garden or maybe it's cold and you're in front of the fire with a hot chocolate is the thing that makes the moment special, really not the alcohol at all. So I would really love you to not give alcohol so much power, not to give it the credit that we have been giving it, you know, because it's not the be all and end all of any situation. You can and will enjoy all of these moments and more without an alcoholic drink. You just need to see these moments for what they are, the gratitude, I suppose, in these moments and understand that really the glass of wine or the beer or whatever doesn't make the situation any better than it already is because it's already amazing to be sitting in the garden after work in your shorts with a magazine and something cold in your glass. It's already amazing to put your feet up in front of the fire when the kids have gone to bed and just have five minutes peace. That in itself is an amazing feeling. You don't need a glass of wine to make it better or to help you. So it's about appreciating the moments for what they are and the people you're with and where you are and how you're feeling. And you can begin to find your own evidence of this. Maybe do it now, even before you've had any experience of these thoughts. So any situation, like I said, the garden in the summer or, I don't know, somewhere on holiday or a rooftop restaurant in the city, you know, anything that's been playing in your mind or you've been worrying about, um... Or anything that's coming up. Maybe you have got a holiday coming up and you're worried about um, the wine witch popping up. So put yourself in the situation without the alcohol. See yourself having a really good time. See yourself enjoying the moment for, you know, for what it is, for where you are, for the people you're with. See yourself... Um, really enjoying yourself the holiday the barbecue cooking dinner going out for the night whatever it might be without alcohol visualization is a really powerful tool and i have done a whole podcast on visualization and there is um a blog post as well which will help you even more with the practice of visualization so what we're going to do when we do visualize is we're basically practicing doing the things that we want to do without alcohol. And the more we practice, the easier it becomes. The more we find evidence that it is possible that we don't need alcohol, then the easier it becomes. And always focus on the positives. Always focus on what you are gaining. So when the wine witch does pop up and she does say things like oh you know maybe it wasn't that bad maybe you are making a big deal out of how your drinking used to be 
then always focus on what you're gaining by not drinking always focus on where you're going as opposed to where you've been because that is a thing that's going to keep you moving forward because there is always so much more to gain and to be thankful for to enjoy to experience remembering how bad things were you know they do have their place but remembering just how awful it was is not the thing that's going to keep you motivated and inspired to move forward remembering um or rather focusing on what you want why you're doing this in the first place how you want to feel that's the thing that's going to keep you going when it gets tricky or when the wine witch pops up or when these thoughts appear and they probably will but don't worry about them it's normal we all go through it and remember that they are just thoughts at the same time a thought can't make you do anything it's just a thought so on that note i am thinking of you as you go about the rest of your day or weekend your week wherever you are listening to this let me know your experiences of this have you reached the point where you can't quite remember how awful things were you can't quite remember why you took the decision to stop drinking or maybe you can remember but the feelings aren't as strong there so if that's where you are right now do let me know and uh, let me know what you're doing um, to cope with that at the moment and let me know what it is that you want to achieve by not drinking how do you want to feel i'd love to know your experiences about that um and this is something that will crop up from time to time i've had many conversations with people about this and if you experience it it's totally normal you know don't freak out and think oh gosh it means that i'm my willpower is fading or it means that i'm struggling or it means that i'm at risk not necessarily and the fact that you know about it now the fact that you are aware of it is really going to help you because now you know how to get through it now you know what to do about it now you know how to move forward and not get bogged down or caught up in the worry and the thought and the anxiety of um basically the wine witch that's all it is the wine witch popping up so yeah i'd love to hear your experiences of this and remember if you do need more support around this or any other aspect of not drinking um living alcohol free then you can of course get in touch and work with me one to one i do have one space left in february at the time of recording this podcast and also we do have the group support membership which is open at the moment so if you want support from a group of like-minded lovely women just like you then i will put the link to the support sessions page the information on my website so go there and check it out and come and join us and we can have a chat about 
the wine witch and emotions and visualization and the fading effect bias and all the other things that come with living alcohol free so thank you so much for listening to me today um it's been a pleasure and i will talk to you again very very soon bye for now thank you so much for listening If you enjoyed this episode, then please share and subscribe. For more help and support, go to the Sober Bliss website, soberbliss.com. Connect with me on social media and learn how I can help you quit drinking and start living.